Yo, what's up? How's everyone doing? Welcome to the Grace to Grow podcast. I'm Hannah, and this podcast is my lifetime documentation of the journey that God has chosen for me to travel. Let's get into today's topic. Okay, I'm not sure if this is going to work well, because I also have my GPS simultaneously going, but I am in the car. Thanks, Jasmine, for the inspiration. Um, my friend Jasmine did this on one of her podcasts and I was like you know what that's a good idea because sometimes I don't have the time to just sit down and and talk and have a conversation like sometimes I have to be on the go and so today is one of those days not necessarily that I had anything in particular that I wanted to talk about but I kind of wanted to just jump on and um share what's been going on recently and I also want to talk about this dream that I had yesterday or last night well actually this morning actually is when it happened um so yeah let's see oh oh it actually still works okay so my GPS is still working while I am on the phone okay I mean not on the phone but while I am doing the voice memos because I was afraid that as soon as the GPS wanted to pop up and say what it needed to say that my um like it would stop recording so it didn't and we're here all right well what's exciting is the fact that i am on my way home right now oh yay <laughs> um and you know first of all i love the mornings but i love being up at seven o'clock and being outside at seven o'clock like it's something so beautiful like even as I'm driving right now I am looking at how absolutely gorgeous the sky is right now like it's just so beautiful um and I love like the temperature of being outside at seven o'clock also if I take a lot of pauses that's just because when I drive sometimes I just like have to quiet, be quiet for a minute to figure out where I'm going. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, so basically, what was I going? Oh yeah, <laughs> being outside at seven o'clock is so, it feels so good to me. Like the sky is always so beautiful and the temperature always feels so good. And I don't know, it just is refreshing to be outside. Um, and so, anywho, needless to say, I'm outside now, I'm only driving this early in the morning because I wanted to get home in enough time, so my house is two hours away from where I live, so I wanted to, um, is this my turn? East Fletcher? I mean, that's Fletcher, but it's not East. They don't say East and East. How it just says Fletcher Avenue. Oh, I guess this is it. Well, yeah, this is it. I think that's it. No, that's not it. Let me see. Oh, you mean to tell me that I can still record while I can look at the picture of the GP? Yo, iPhones are so cool. Okay, I didn't know that I could still record while also looking at the actual physical map. Because this whole time I was just looking at the little drop down thing that kept dropping down. Okay, that's really neat. Okay, so I'm in the right place. All right, anywho. What was I saying? Um, something about mornings. Oh, I'm driving early this morning because it takes two hours to get to my house, right? Or around two hours. 
Sometimes it takes a little longer. Sometimes it takes a little less. But I also want to do my hair today. And so I don't want to be like, I mean, I guess I could have, I could do it at any time, really. Like, I don't have to do it super early in the morning. But I just know that I want to do my, all of my hair. And last time it took me five hours just to do half of my hair. So, like, to re, like, touch it up. I have a system now, so I feel like it'll take me less time. But also I have to double that time because I'm doing my whole head. Basically what I'm doing is I'm not redoing my braids where I'm taking my braids out, like washing my hair and then like all like combing it out and then resectioning it. Like I'm not doing all of that because that's going to take an even longer time. So what I'm doing is, uh oh, okay. So what I'm doing is I am taking one braid of loose combing that braid out, putting, like, taking the rubber band off, putting gel on it, putting a new rubber band on it, and then putting that same hair that I used before back on there, and it's already washed because I washed it, so, like, I washed my hair, I think, last week when I went to the beach, and I haven't done anything since where it needs to be, oh my gosh, it needs to be washed, like, I haven't worked out or anything like that, I've just been going to school and back, so, you know, I really don't feel like it needs to be washed right now, so, that's fine. But with braids, actually, you don't really wash your hair much unless you've done something or unless it starts to like get kind of odorous. And then you're like, all right, yeah, I need to wash it. But you know, when you have your hair out, you can wash it maybe once a week or something like that. But whenever I have my braids in my hair, I don't wash it once a week because it's not getting as dirty as it would if it were out of the braids. Um, <coughs> so yeah, Anywho, that's why I'm going home so early, because I just want to be able to have enough time throughout the day to do it, do all of my hair. Um, But also, I want to spend time with my family. Like, I haven't seen my family in three weeks, and that's a long time. So we're going to see them today, and that's going to be a blast. I'm so excited for it, because um, there's so much I want to catch up with my siblings on. Like, they are, we're all doing such new stuff, I feel like. Like, my siblings are doing new stuff, I'm doing new stuff, and so it's just so fun to see, like, to hear my mom talk about what they're doing and that exciting stuff like that, but, like, I want to actually hear them talk about it. Like, I don't want to hear just it from my mom, I want to hear them talk about it and be like, yeah, like, this is what I did, and, like, this is, because my sister's, like, volunteering as a medical aide, and so she's basically, like, at all of the sporting events she's, like, helping them, getting them water, she's also, like, um, she's also, like, doing, um, where she'll, like, help them wrap their legs if they get a sprained ankle, so she's, like, learning a lot of medical stuff, which she really loves medical stuff, so she's learning a lot of that, but then also she loves sports, and so she's getting the chance to, like, be at the sporting events and participate and stuff like that, and, like, I think it's also cool because, She's getting that high school experience of going to football games, of going to, like, basketball games and stuff like that. Like, that is so cool to me. And so it's so exciting to see her volunteering in something that she – in two categories that she really loves. And I'm so glad that that worked out because I was praying for her because all of the other volunteer stuff that she was, like, looking at, like, she was interested in some of them. But, like, you could tell it wasn't really, like, oh, wow, I really want to do this. But then whenever that came up, she was like, yeah, I really want to do this type of thing, like – she kept mentioning it and stuff like that, and anytime my sister mentions something, like, more than three times, she loves that, like, she's, she's not very, like, um, 
outwardly expressive, like inwardly, she might feel that way, but she won't really express it outwardly. But if she continuously mentions it, it's like, yeah, that's something that she that she um, loves. Like, even when she gets hurt, like, she'll be like, yeah, that hurts. But she won't, like, be crying or, like, really, like, anything like that. So you're like, does it hurt? Does it not hurt? And if she keeps frequently mentioning it, that's when you know the extent of it is how frequently she mentioned it. Um, so, yeah, and then my brother, he's, like, doing basketball, and he's also, like, taking his classes, and I just want to hear from him about how everything's going. So it's going to be fun to catch up with all the siblings and see how they're doing and all of that um and I'm excited for that and also catch up with my parents there's a lot of like stuff that they're doing at home like they're about to get some new carpet and they switched around Isaac's room so they moved Isaac to Andrea's room and then they moved Andrea to my room and then they put my mom's office stuff in and some of the bedroom stuff that I'm going to be sleeping on in Isaac's old room um which is cool so yeah um and then what else is going on today? That's it. That's all I have planned is spend time with family, whatever we decide to do. Um, and then I'm going to do my hair. Um, and see the reason, like, okay, I'm going to be honest. I wouldn't really actually do my hair unless I felt like I had to, because mm, I'm going to be honest. I am working. (laughs) I am working and going to school like And I just want to make sure my hair looks fresh. Like, over the summer, I'm pretty sure I kept my hair in for, like, two months. And honestly, I really didn't care. Like, I did at one point. I was like, oh, okay, I can see how this really. But it was only because I had something to go to, which was the picnic. And I didn't want to take pictures with my hair flying all over the place. But, like, really, though, like, did it really bother me? Not really. Not not really. Um... And so, but it bothers me now because it's like, ooh, like, even when it starts getting a little bit fuzzy, I'm like, I gotta go do it because I just feel like it needs to be done, if you know what I'm saying. Like, uh uh-oh, uh-oh. See, that's the thing I hate about driving in Tampa is people won't let you over. Like, people won't move, like, they just won't, they're not gracious sometimes. Sometimes they are, though. Sometimes they are. But a lot of the time, they're not. And so you just have to be, like, an aggressive driver and just jump in whenever you can get in. Because they won't let you in. That's the thing. Um, but, yeah, so I would normally just leave it like this. But because I saw it was getting fuzzy and loose, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and do it. Because it just needs to be done, and that's just what we're going to have to do, you know what I'm saying? So, anywho, that's that on that. That's the reason why I'm doing my hair. That's where I'm doing my hair, blah, blah, blah. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I went so extensive talking about my hair. And then, um, okay, what else is going on? Oh, so let me talk about my dream very briefly. <coughs> And I'm sorry if I'm coughing a lot because my throat is a little bit dry right now, but I don't have any water, nor do I have any cough drops, and I'm trying to talk. So uh, I turned the air off of me so that hopefully it can, like, warm up a little bit in here so that I'm not coughing so much. But um, basically, oh, I got to merge. Basically, Yesterday, I mean, okay, so what happened was this morning, I went to take my uh, roommate to the airport, 
And so she was going home. And so she asked me if I could take her to the airport. And I was like, sure. So we got up, I got up at 3.30 this morning um, to get ready and stuff like that. So I could be up and at it because I was driving her and I wanted to make sure that I was being safe when I drove her. So I didn't want to like just roll out of bed, like let's go type of thing. You know, like I wanted to be up a little bit beforehand. So I was up, I was doing a little devotion on my phone and stuff like that. Because I knew I couldn't really get into deep devotion today, but I was reading uh, something and it was really interesting. So I, you know, I really liked that um, and stuff like that. Okay, then at four o'clock, I or around three fifty-two, fifty-eight, I go out of my room and I'm sitting in our little like uh, kitchen, waiting on her. She's already up. She's got her door open, so she she's like ready to go. And so we leave at four o'clock. And I didn't realize it was going to be quick. I thought it was going to be like a 45 minute drive. That's what I had put in my mind. But it actually only ended up being like a 25, uh, 25 minute drive. Like that was, that was pretty much it. And so I thought that was cool because, you know, like, I don't know. I just thought that it was cool that it wasn't that long of a drive. Oh my gosh. I feel like it's so loud. (laughs) I feel like it's so loud, but uh, we're rolling with it. We're rolling with it. Um, okay, you might not be able to hear me well, and that's okay, because this one's not really that important. I feel like I don't really have anything to talk about, but it's just kind of like a mental processing, like a verbal processing uh, type of podcast, and also it's just like catching up on what's been going on. Um, and so, yeah, so we wake up at four, I mean, we get, we leave at four, and oh my gosh, so we're walking outside, right, and there's like these, um, fire trucks so there's like a fire truck sitting outside and we're like what in the world is going on oh my gosh why are there fire trucks like why are there police outside oh thank you lord for the cross oh my gosh okay i'm so sorry this is i feel like i'm jumping all over the place i'm gonna hit back on the rest of this morning but there's this cross that i pass by every time i get on the highway to come here to usf or to go home and so every time i pass by it i just like I'm reminded of like how good God is. Okay, New Life Tabernacle UFC, that's what the church is called. So the church has like a huge cross in their parking lot. And it's just such a good reminder every time of like God's protection and God's blessing. And I just absolutely like, I'm so here for it. And I'm glad they put that up. Um, And I wanted to visit that church. So it's called New Life Tabernacle UFC. I want to visit that church one day. Um, Okay, but... Anywho, so this morning we're walking out and we see that there's a fire truck and we're like, what in the world is going on? And so we get in my car and we are heading uh, to the airport. And as we're like pulling out of or getting ready to pull out of our community because we have to wait on the gate to open. It's like the slowest gate ever. But like we're pulling out, (laughs) we're pulling out and uh, we I have the windows rolled down so that the little like fog on the windows could like come off because it was so early that the sun wasn't out so I knew it wasn't gonna like it wasn't gonna get the windows like uh get the fog off the windows so I knew I had to like roll down the windows wipe off the rear view mirrors with my hands like I had MJ wipe off one and I was already off the other and uh as we're like driving out with the windows down all of a sudden all I hear is just like a fire alarm going off inside of the community like uh like center like the rec center like where it's like a common center everyone shares and so 
I was like, what is going on? Because I hear this beeping going on and I saw the fire truck and I was like, I don't know. But the crazy thing is when I got back home, I saw that there was a fire truck, but it was in a different location than it was when we first got here. So I was mad confused. I was like, I don't know what's going on, but I need to get in my house pronto because I, I don't know what's going on. Cause you know, like it could be that someone pulls a fire alarm and that's why the fire truck came, but it could also be like someone called 911 and you know, when you call 911, like all responders go type of thing, like the police come, but then also like the fire, fire people come too. And so I was like, okay, maybe that's what happened. So I'm wondering, you know, did something happen? Did somebody get shot? Did, like, I'm like going down this loophole of like, what could have possibly happened? Because I don't know what's going on. And then when I heard the fire alarm going off at the community center, I was like, okay, well, maybe that's what that is because that would make sense instead of someone getting shot and the fire truck is here. But, um, <laughs> but um, anywho, needless to say, uh, I got my roommate to the airport safely. She's hopefully on her flight already. I think it went at 6.30 or something. So she, she's good. She's doing all right. Um, and then I went back home, went back to sleep. And this is what I had in my dream. So I, okay, I haven't really been dreaming a lot recently. Oh my gosh, hold on. <laughs> okay. My throat got a little, like, clogged up for a second. I, like, couldn't swallow what was in my throat. It's like, I don't know. But anywho, okay. I sound like my professor. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I sound like my uh, my math professor. He sounds just like this. Like, he's jumping all over the place, all over the place, all over the place. And, like, he'll cut himself off mid-sentence saying something else. And it's just so funny to me. And I just... I love being in his class, but his class can also be a headache when you have to be there for three hours, but <laughs> for three hours straight, but he's so funny. Like he just, he's such a good, good teacher. Um, but anywho, okay. So the dream, oh my gosh, this dream, it convicted me. So I don't know where this dream came from or why this dream came. And like, I've been dreaming a lot, but I haven't been remembering my dream. Like, I've been having really good sleep because I've been so exhausted. I've been having, like, every time I go to bed, it's, like, good sleep. Like, I'm I'm knocked out, bro. I'm knocked out. Oh, you don't got no rearview mirrors. Oh, <laughs> how are you driving on the highway, sir, and you ain't got a rearview mirror on your right side? That doesn't make any sense. Um, But, no, so I'm dreaming, and, like, I have been able to have dreams but like when I first got here it took a bit of adjusting and I was not able to fall into deep sleep um but now I, I'm adjusted and I'm acclimated and also um and also like just being doing that amount of stuff that I'm doing like yeah I just was able to sleep very well so I'm finally having dreams that I can remember again because I'm a heavy dreamer like I dream so vividly and a lot of times if it's a vivid enough dream or important enough dream sometimes it's not even important I'll remember it you know like I remember my dreams very well and so I was dreaming about basically the setting looked like it was in a Publix but there was very high um shelves it kind of was like a bakery but except the shelves 
of, on, of produce. So think about like at Publix where they have the produce on those shelves. It was like those just a little bit taller and not as slanted back, but it's kind of sitting up a little bit forward. And then it was a little bit bigger like shelves so that bakery items could sit in them. And so I'm walking and there's like a couple of girls next to me. And I don't remember if these girls were in my party, like if they were with me, like we were friends, or if they were just there together and I happened to be in that same space. And so I'm walking and I'm looking at the items that are on display and it's like the chef's items, except it was like a bakery, but they also had items that weren't bakery items, like dishes sitting out. And so I'm looking at these dishes and I, I say to myself, well, I say out loud to these girls who are around me, I say something along the lines of like, these chef's dishes are so messy. I don't understand why it's like so like it was something negative about the chef's dishes. And I was like, you would think the chef's dish would be like more put together or something like that because the dishes were quite messy. Like the the, the way that he quote unquote decorated it was like a messy look that didn't look like how like, you know, chefs would like how a chef would keep it like clean and the other stuff. Like it looked like he was trying to do abstract work on the dish and a lot of chefs do that and it does look messy to some people but to them it looks like abstract work and so apparently to me it looked messy but to the chef it looked like abstract work or so according to the dream and so I'm looking at his stuff and I'm I'm commenting on it negatively and I'm not even I don't even remember if I was with these girls like I don't think these girls were actually my friends so I'm over here saying these negative things about the chef with these girls and they're kind of agreeing, like, yeah, I don't know, this doesn't look right, and, like, I'm looking at the food items, and I'm like, mm, I don't really know if I want any of this, but then I see the top of someone's head, it was, like, uh, like, guy's head, like, it was short hair, but it was brown, and I see it, I see his head, like, over the top, I mean, I see his head, like, right behind one of the little, uh, like, shelves, and so I know that he's within the same vicinity, but I don't know if this is a customer or if this is the chef. And so then because I'm aware that he's, that someone is there, I'm like trying to tamper what I said negatively to be at least a little bit positive so that it wouldn't look so, it wouldn't look like I was saying something bad about the chef. So then I was like saying to the girls, I was like, yeah, it does look a little bit messy. Like after I said that, then I was like, oh I was like, but you know what? It doesn't look that bad. Like, it does. I mean, it kind of, like, I could, I would try maybe this one. Or, like, this one looks good. I could try this one. I think I like that one. And then we're all walking together to the next section of the store. And I see the chef look at me and I make eye contact with the chef. And then the girls are, like, walking still. And then I was, like, I, like, heavily emphasized the point again of, like, okay, like, I would try, I want to try this one, and then one of the girls was like, yeah, I don't really like any of these, like, these all look disgusting, I'm not going to try any of that, and then I see the chef look up once again, and I'm like, and I make eye contact with the chef again, and I was like, you know, I'm going to try this one, I think, I think I'm going to try this one, and okay, the chef's face looks kind of like, I don't know if any of you guys have watched The Chosen, but it looks kind of like Matthew from The Chosen, um, that was the type of vibe I was getting a little bit like chunkier in the face, but that's kind of like the vibe I was getting was like Matthew's face. Um, and so I'm looking at the chef 
and seeing him visibly hurt because we're talking about his dishes right in front of him. And that convicted me because it made me remember, um, like I, it made me, it made me remember to be cognizant of my words. Um, and just what I felt so heavy on my spirit was, um, what you say people will hear. Like, regardless of if you said something negative and you try to back it up with something positive, what you say people will hear. So if you say something with a negative intent, people will hear that with a negative intent. If you say something with a positive intent, truly with a positive intent, people will hear that with a positive intent. And so what you say matters. And it made me remember like, Hannah, don't get caught up in the gossiping or any of that about students or about people in general, because what you say people will hear. And so if I'm over here talking bad about someone, it's hard to then go back in and try to make it positive. No, you should have just said something positive from the beginning. And I've been in my fair share of situations where I've gotten caught saying something negative or bad about somebody because I was gossiping. And then it ended up coming back and biting me in the butt. And I was like, uh-uh, we're not doing that. And that just was a, that, um, that dream was just a good reminder of that. Was a good reminder that like, you, you need to be careful what you say and how you say it also. Because you can say that this looks different than what I'm used to, but and it's not negative to say that this looks different than what I'm used to, but it's your intent behind it. It's not about what you say per se. Well, it's about what you say, but it's more so about how you say it. Because what you say is important, but how you say it is also important too. Um, and so, yeah, that was just something that I was like, I felt so bad in my dream of like, ooh, I wish I hadn't said that type of thing. Like I regretted saying it. And then now looking back on the dream, it was like, this is just a dream, but in the dream, I felt regret. But like now looking back on it, I was like, and I did that for what? Like I criticized that chef's work with people who I, I literally didn't even remember in the dream who were like, oh, like deeper than an acquaintance. Like I'm pretty sure those were people who were an acquaintance or they were just strangers who happened to be standing around. And it's just something that like, I just was like, ooh, okay. And it reminded me of like what me and Kamara were talking about one day about how basically like we have this desire to be impressive to people. Like we want to come off as cool. Like we just want to be the cool kids. And it makes me think of my eight-year-old self. Like I remember listening to the expectations uh, video with Charles and Abby Metcalf. And I also linked that in the video commentary podcast. So if you want to find that video, it's linked there. But basically in that he was saying like and talking about in reference to marriage that like you're not only marrying that person but you're marrying that person's eight-year-old self and so when he said eight-year-old self that phrase started sticking with me because I was like I feel like a lot of times when I start feeling fear when I start feeling insecurity when I start feeling anger I turn back to my eight-year-old self instead of my mature self so in my mind, sometimes I can be 19. Sometimes I can be a little bit wise beyond my years. But then other times I'm eight years old in my mind where someone gets me angry and I act just how I would at eight. Or sometimes I get insecure and I act like like this situation. I get insecure and I act like an eight-year-old trying to be cool, trying to impress other people, trying to make sure other people know that I am 
like this or I am that, like wanting to be seen as cool. So then therefore acting certain ways that I normally would not act in order to get the approval or validation of others. I'm finding that that's a key thing that I do. And I need to write that down because that's something I needed to write on this list that I was writing of things that I want to improve in. Um, And I forgot to write that one down, but that is one of them is that I oftentimes have this like, like just desire, like I, it's not a bad desire to want to be loved and to belong, but then to want to impress other people, to want to have other people be proud of you, to want to seek the validation of other people, to want to see, have people see you as impressive or have people see you as inspirational. Like, I don't know, like I have this desire and it's like, I just see my little eight-year-old self, my little eight-year-old insecurities of like, oh my gosh, like I have to do this or the whole school's going to laugh at me. Oh my gosh, I have to do this because I want to be seen as cool. Like I, I want to be a part of Jimmy and Tammy's crew. And like, I have to assert, I have to prove that I'm worthy of being part of their group or something like that. Um, I want people to play with me. So I have to bring in all my toys and show them what I've got to show off so that they can want to play with me type of thing. And so it just makes me sit there and be like, oh my God, you know, (laughs) what is that? (laughs) Uh, In reference to the Cardi B meme, it makes me sit there and say, oh my God, like, because you just, I don't know, it just, it's weird. It's very, very weird. That's weird. That's suspicious type of thing. That's, it's giving me very much that. And so, yeah, I mean, I just, I don't know. It's just interesting. It really is interesting. But all I know is that's what I do, and I don't like that I do that. I'm I'm hoping to change. I'm praying that I change. I'm not hoping. Well, I am hoping, but I'm hoping and praying. Um, and I will change. Like it's gonna. I'm gonna grow from that. Now that I'm aware of it, like that's something an area that I'm gonna grow in. But just listening to that, um, listening or listening. What am I talking about? Uh, <laughs> watching my dream. How do you dreaming my dream? Uh. As I was watching my dream, um, I was just reminded of that. And I was like, yeah, that's something that I need to be cognizant of because it's so easy to get caught up in um, negative talk. And even if it's talk that is like truthful, truthful things can still be negative if you don't balance it out with positive or assets-based thinking. And you know what I'm thinking about right now? I'm thinking about a specific situation in which I can apply this to in that, why are there so many trucks on the road today? Everybody got a four by four driving on the road. I mean, like, what is this? What is this? Is this Texas? I don't know. I'm just joking. But everyone in Texas has a four by four. Um, okay. Anywho, like, it makes me think of this specific situation where there's a student in our class who's very disruptive. And I'm going to just call him Brody to, like, avoid actually saying his name. But Brody is very uh, disrespectful. <laughs> Here I go with the negative stuff. But he's very, uh, he can be very disrespectful. And he can be very disruptive. That doesn't mean that he is that all the time or that's his personality or that's his identity. But he can be. He chooses to be disrespectful and he chooses to disobey and he chooses to be disruptive in class. And so it's hard to see those things and to still have a positive asset toward him. But something that I want to remember to do is when the student, when the uh, teachers do begin talking about him, because one of those things where it's like you want to be truthful in talking about what they're doing so that you can address it properly so that the whole class is benefited. But then also you want to have that assets based lens of like seeing 
that student not just as a like a, a student who's causing trouble but also seeing that student as like for who they are too you know and so that's just one of those things where it's like I I just got to be more cognizant of how I'm talking about him not necessarily the what because the what is true and it's like the teachers that I'm that I'm talking about him with or hearing the teachers that I'm hearing talk about him they're not being rude about it like they're not sitting there like oh I hate him like he is just such a bad kid like they don't do that it's just the fact that he really is disruptive and he really is disobedient and he really is disrespectful but we forget to mention the other side of it too the side where he is a helper the side where he is very knowledgeable like we forget to mention that sometimes I think and so in the conversation, I just want to be cognizant that, like, I'm not only seeing him as, um, I'm not only seeing him as, like, the, the, the negative side of it, but I'm also seeing him as the, the positive side of who he is, too. Um, so, yeah, I just got to remember, keep that in mind, keep that in mind, keep that in mind. But that dream, it was very good. Um, yeah. I love dreaming. Dreaming is one of my favorite things. Like, honestly, if I could just ask God to, like, give me, like, like anything, I would say give me, like, the power to, like, dream. Like, you know how prophets dream and it, like, comes true or, like, he gives them warnings in dreams? Like, I would, like, want God to do that <laughs> because, like, dreaming is just so cool. Like, when you really think about it, like, dreaming is a, a physical process. It's like a, you know a lot of what you go through in the day or think about in the day in your conscious and unconscious come together to form and create this complete story within your mind as you're sleeping, right? But then dreaming is also cool because it is also spiritual. Like it's not just a physical process, but it's also a spiritual process. And so in that spiritual process, God has the divine ability and chooses to give people dreams that can warn them of things, dreams that they can have implications of certain things, Dreams where it can be certain things that he wants people to pay attention to or to, uh, like, I don't know, to convict them in some way or something like that. And, like, I just feel like that's so cool. Like, and even praying for people, like, praying for certain people, that's what he, like, he gives dreams for. And so I find that, like, my dreams are very vivid and I often have a lot of implications from them. And I just really like that. Like, today's dream. I have that implication of being careful how I'm speaking about students. So, or that one student in particular, because the other students I do speak well of, but it's just that one student. Um, and it's not that I don't speak well of him, but like I said, I already went through this. So I'm not going to go through it again. Um, and then also, like, I've had dreams before where, like, there was a dream with this, like, one kid that I knew from middle school. And, like, I just remember, like, us sitting in, like, like, just the whole dream happened, and, like, it was such a weird dream, because I don't really know that kid well, like, I remember us being in before care together in middle school, and having fun, and Kamari, uh, if you know who I'm talking about, he wanted to cut the stitches, um, <laughs> you know who I'm talking about, I don't know if I should mention his name or not, but oh well, um, and so, like, I had a dream about him one time, where it was, like, hit, like, he was so it was so weird because we're sitting on my bed right 
And so, like, he's sitting on one corner of the bed, like, the top left corner, and I'm sitting on, like, the bottom right corner. So just imagine that. Like, imagine a long bed. I'm sitting on the top. He's sitting on the top left. I'm sitting on the bottom right. And it wasn't, like, a weird, like, thing. Like, it was purely platonic. It was purely platonic. But we were doing a Bible study together. And I just remember, I don't even remember, like, the feeling that was there. But I just remember, like, saying in my mind to myself after the dream, saying, like, oh, I need to pray for him. And, like, I got up and I prayed for him after the dream. Like, when I woke up, I got up and I prayed for him. And, like, I don't know why that felt so heavy on my chest of, like, I need to pray for him, I need to pray for him. And then also, I had another dream, like, right before I was working with my, um, like, going to the internship, I had a dream of, like, this teacher who, it was so funny, because this teacher who basically, like, like, so the teacher was, I forgot how, like, she looked very, very old, though, like, she looked like an older teacher, Um, and I think her name was, like, Miss something, I forgot, but, um, basically this lady in the dream the teacher it's me and Andrea and other students in the class that's my sister and so me and my sister are sitting in class and we're like oh like we're like sitting there and like the teacher is like going off on tangents and she's also like very like all over the place type of thing and then she I forgot what she said but she said something and then she like looked to her side and she was talking to the air like she was talking to something invisible and everyone in the class was like, yo, this teacher is bugging. Like, she's crazy. And it was so funny. Like, we were all sitting there looking at one another like, ooh, like, I don't know what's going on, y'all. And so a couple of people are chuckling and, like, all this stuff like that. But then I just felt this heavy impression of, like, pray for her. She needs prayer for her mind. And, like, I prayed for whoever it was in my dream because I don't remember the name of the teacher, but it was like, let's call her Miss Becky or something like that. Like, I don't remember, but, like, I just remember feeling this heavy impression of, like, pray for her, and so I did, and so sometimes dreams come in handy, it's like, I don't know if they are from God or not, sometimes I feel like, oh, this could be from God, but I, I don't know, like, you really could, I don't know, like, it's not like he, some dreams, he has, like, made it feel like, oh, wow, like, this really was a dream from God, but otherwise, I'm like, I don't really know, but there's always an implication that you could take from your dream, like, even if it's wild and crazy, like, there's something there. There's, <laughs> I just want to be like, there's something there. There's something there. But there really is something there. Like, you can have the most crazy dream, but it could spark an idea that leads you to, like, whatever, whatever. Like, there's so many things and implications that dreams can have. And so, yeah, I just often, like, when I have dreams, I'm just like, you know what? We're going to think about what this dream could mean. And I love having, I remember like very vividly this other dream too that I had of like another kid that I went to middle school with. Oh my gosh. That was a whole period of time where like I kept having dreams about people I went to middle school with. And I was like, why are these people coming to my mind? Like I, but I prayed for them, but I was like, I don't know why they keep coming to my mind. It was like this one kid I knew who I used to ride the bus with. And like, I'm not going to go through the whole dream because I don't even remember everything, but it was just a crazy dream. And I was sitting here like, Oh my goodness. Um, it's such just interesting. Dreams are interesting to me. Um, I don't know why I got off in a tangent on that, but everything else in life is good. Life has just been very busy recently. Like I feel like I've been doing a lot of things. Um, which is fine because you know what I was telling myself the other day? I was like, I have a lot on my plate because I want to eat. Oh, 
you can't I can't complain about how much I have on my plate if I want to eat you know what I'm saying so like I'm just right now I'm just rolling with it and I am going through this week um prioritizing what needs to be done saving the fun events more towards the end of the week and selecting the uh events that I really want to like that I'm really needing to do like obligated to do toward the beginning of the week so for example I have a mentor now so she's going to be discipling me so we're doing that on Wednesdays I have bible study uh leadership meetings but then also um like I have two so I have one with like just me and the other freshman girls who are bible study leader I mean the other leaders of freshman girls bible studies And then I also have one where it's like all of us getting together, all of the Bible study leaders and all of the Bible study apprentices. And we're all getting together to like, uh, like go over like whatever. So I didn't realize when I first signed up to be an apprentice for Bible study, I didn't realize how much of an obligation that would actually be. Um, And so part of me is like, ooh, but then the other part of me is like, this is going to be an experience that not only am I going to learn from, but I'm going to have the opportunity to serve the navigators. And I literally love the navigators so much. I was just praying for an opportunity to serve them. And hey, look at what God provided. So I just absolutely love that. I'm so grateful for that. And I'm going to commit to it. You know what I'm saying? Um, And so that just made me have to rethink a lot of my priorities because I found that I was running around a lot this week. And I also found that there was a lot of events that like I really, really wanted to go to, but it just, I committed to too many things. I committed my mind to too many things. I didn't actually, like a lot of them weren't actually me committing to them. Like it wasn't like an obligation. I went to everything that was an obligation, but there was a lot of things that I was like, Ooh, like I want to go to this so bad. And I committed to it in my mind, but then I ended up not being able to go to it because I was just burned, like tired. Or I was just like, um, Like, it ended up raining a lot this week, so I wasn't able to go to a lot of events that were outdoors. But it ended up working out because I didn't realize how tired I was. And so, yeah. Anywho, needless to say, that's that on that. Um, So so what I've committed to now is saying my main obligations are school and my internship, which are at equal levels of importance. Those are my top dogs right now. My internship definitely taking a slight bit of precedence over everything because that is something that I'm directly, like, affecting kids. So, like, if I don't do a lesson plan, that's directly affecting my ability to teach students. But if I don't do, like, an assignment for one of my classes, like, it affects my grade, but you know what I mean? Like, it's it's just on me. It's not with other people applying. Okay, sir, we get it. You ride a motorcycle, you're cool. Okay, we get it okay, you can go 80 miles, 90 miles an hour on a highway, we get it, we get that you have a little vest on that's waving in the wind, we get that you can uh, swerve in and out of lanes, okay, 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 anywho, uh, (laughs) so, yeah, um, what was I saying, oh yeah, so internship in school definitely take precedence, Um, after that, it's definitely my obligation as a apprentice bible study leader so i'm committing to tuesday night bible studies um i'm also is it tuesday night bible studies or is it wednesday i don't remember the day but one of those days it's either tuesday or wednesday so tuesday night or wednesday night bible studies i'm committing to that i'm also committing to tuesday night i mean tuesday afternoon uh meetings 
with the um, other girls who are also apprenticing in, in Bible and leading Bible studies. So I'm committing to that. Um, I'm also committing to the mentorship uh, from my lovely mentor from the Navigators. Um, so that's every week, I think, you know, like on Wednesdays at 3.30 or something like that. So I'm committing to those those things, the NAVS events or the NAVS uh, obligations, and then also school. Um, and I was wanting to commit. I really, oh, my gosh. So I love NAV night. NAV night is, like, my favorite thing to attend because it's just so fun, and you get to see everybody who's a part of the Navigators come together, and everyone's laughing and joking and talking, and I just love talking to people, and I love getting to know new people, and there's so many fun, like, things to do, but I'm not able to do that this semester. Like, I really wanted to. I really did, and I tried to make a way for it to happen. And then I just said, Hannah, you're going to run yourself dry if you try to do that because it starts at nine o'clock on Wednesdays and I have to be in my internship. Um, I have to be in my seminar class at seven o'clock on Thursdays, which means that I have to wake up at 545 so I can have enough time to do a hour of devotion and then also have enough time to get ready for school and get breakfast and all of that. And then after straight after my seminar, I have to go right to uh, my internship, which is like a um, 45, 30 to 45 minute drive. So I was like, I can't be staying. Oh, look at the beautiful sky and the lake. Oh, I love driving across bridges because they're just so beautiful. Like it's so, oh my gosh, one of my favorite things. What a beautiful sight. Thank you, Lord. How beautiful. Okay, anywho, my internship. I mean, nap night. So I really, I really, really, really want to go, but it just didn't work out this semester. I'm not able to do it. And, like, I had to tell myself, because I kept trying to figure it out, and I was like, well, maybe I could nap beforehand, and then, like, I could take, like, a couple-hour nap, and then that way I can go, and then that way I won't be as tired, and then, but then I was just like, no, nah, I'm just not going to be able to do it, because it's just a lot. It's a lot to commit to in a week, and so I just decided that's something I'm going to have to cut out. Um, and then also... Like, I want to join BSU, but that's pretty much the only other thing I'm really going to commit to. I'm going to try group fitness because I didn't want to try that. But that's also not something that I'm necessarily, like, committing to. Like, I'm not going to be like, oh, yeah, every day I'm going to group fitness and da-da-da. Like, I just don't really have the time like that. But I would like to attend some group fitness events. And I might even try to commit to see how it works out. Maybe doing one a week, if that works. But the way my semester and schedule is set up this year, it's just a lot of uh, things to do. And so, yeah, I mean, like what happened was when I signed up to be a Bible study apprentice, first of all, I just love the Navigator so much. But I also wasn't considering my schedule like I was committing to it on my Sabbath. My Sabbath day, I'm free and I have a lot of energy. So because I had time and energy, I said yes. But then I didn't think about, do you have time and energy all week? <laughs> and that answer is not really, <laughs> but it's still going to be a fun experience. I think there's a lot to learn from it. And if it gets to be something that I can't handle, like I'm not able to keep up, I'll just simply let them know, hey, listen, this semester is very, very busy and I'm not able to continue being a Bible study uh, apprentice. I would love to, and it, it has been my honor to do it thus far, but I'm just not able to. And if you're not able to do something, you're not able to do it like ain't nothing to it but a chicken wing just to say that you you're not able to do something so you're not going the speed limit 
you can go just a little bit faster on the highway. Um, but yeah, if you're not able to do something, you're just not able to do it. And that's just that on that. So if I'm not able to do it, I'm able to, I also have the ability, um, just like I have the ability to do it. I also have the ability to not do it. Just like I have the ability to commit to something. I also have the ability to, uh, withdraw my commitment. Of course, in a respectful way, but yeah, unless it's all obligated and then I can't, (laughs) but yeah, so that's fun. That's exciting. Um, and yeah, and then other than that, I mean, I'm not really, I have a bucket list of things I want to do, and I think I'm just going to start planning out, like, I want to try to do one each week, and that way it takes a little bit of a load off, so it's not like me having to commit to an event every day, because what happened was week one, and this past week, week, which was week two, I did, like, every single thing I saw that I wanted to do, I was like, I'm going, because it's so fun. And toward the end of this week, I just realized how exhausted I was. And I was like, okay, we're not doing that anymore because I don't have the energy for that. But I was glad that I got it out because I I got it out of my system. Everything that I was excited for, like I can say that I've been to the beach with the navigators. I can say that I've done even, I can, like I can say that I've done those things. And so my goal was to just do stuff that I can get, look back on and be like, yeah, I enjoyed that. Yeah, I enjoyed that. You know what I mean? And so even hanging out with friends and setting up times to be like, yo, let's go get this. Let's go do that. Like, even if I don't hang out with them for the rest of the semester, that's fine. Because at least I said I hung out with them this semester at least one time. Um, And that's all I want to be able to say. So, yeah, that's pretty much it on everything. Um, I really don't have anything else to talk about particularly. And I want to see how long this is running. Oh, I've been talking for almost an hour. Wow. Um, well, it's only 49 minutes, but that's pretty close. All right. Well, I guess I can bring it to a close. There's nothing else that I have that I want to talk about in particular, other than the fact that, like, God is just so good. And, like, I, I'm finding that every time I'm in my word, like, I'm reading and I'm, I'm like, like, I'm actually studying his word and reading daily. I'm finding that it's helping me so much because the past week, like I just, not this, this week was a good week because I was in the word of God, but the week before that, oh my gosh, I just wanted to give up on everything. I was like, I want to give up on this. I want to give up on that. Like I just, I felt so defeated. I felt so like, just, I felt so done with life. And then I just like, on when I had my Sabbath and I actually had a moment to rest, I just saw a complete difference. And I think that's the, the true importance of why God really wants us to rest is so we can be replenished. So we're not constantly letting like ourselves be defeated because it's not like anything was defeating me. I had the ability to not be defeated, but I chose to feel defeated because I, I was choosing that. Like, because I was so tired, I didn't want to fight. But just having that time to rest on Sabbath was so important to me. And like, man, I'll just forever be grateful that God like revealed to me that I needed to do Sabbath and gave me the sermon and the tools and the practice to do that. Because it's not like it just happened overnight where I just was like, oh, I'm going to do Sabbath. And I just did Sabbath every week. I've been doing Sabbath for, for three years now. I think 2018 was when I first heard about it. And that's when I first started trying to practice it. But it wasn't until... 2020 that I actually did it consistently 
like every week I did Sabbath and I committed to that and I scheduled all my stuff around it. That was when I first started doing Sabbath. Then now I'm here 2021 and it's just so a part of my schedule now. Like 2018, it was rough because I was like, there was times where I was like, oh, I really am going to do Sabbath and I did it well. And then there was times where I was like, yo, I don't even know what I'm doing. Like, I'm so lost. I'm so confused. I don't know how I'm supposed to do this. Or I would just completely not even do it at all. Um, But that just was because I was developing. I was in that stage of learning how it works and how it works for me. And then once I got in the habit of it, it became like second nature. And so even though in 2020 and in 2019 and 2020, oh wait, three years is 2019. No, 2019 is two years. So yeah, 2018 was when I first heard it. And I was like, oh, I want to do that. And I did it a couple of times, but I didn't do it consistently. 2019 was when I tried to do it consistently and it wasn't really working out. And then 2020 was when the pandemic hit and that was when I was able to do it a little bit more faithfully, but I was still struggling to be like, what do I do on the Sabbath? Like 2018, my question was, what is the Sabbath? And then I learned about what Sabbath was and I learned about how to implement it. And then 2019, it was like, well, how do I like do this every week? Like, I don't know, like, am I supposed to do this every week? Do I do Like, how do I do it consistently? And then 2020, the question was like, how do I, what do I do on Sabbath? What do I do? Do I like, do I do fun? Like, what do I do? Do I do fun stuff? Do I go out of my house? Do I not? Like, what do I do? And now in 2021, I'm discovering the answer to that question. And for me, what it looks like in this season, Sabbath looks like staying home all day, <laughs> reading the Bible and sleeping in like that. Like, I mean, I don't read the Bible all day. I read the Bible for a good chunk of the morning, um, like a couple of hours, maybe like two or three, like just doing a, a Bible study and just sitting there thinking and writing. And I had to do a huge brain dump, which took a good like couple of like took an hour probably for my brain dump because I was just writing everything down that came to mind. But then after that, you know, I was watching Disney Plus. I was laying there chilling out. So like for me, because I'm, I am this season doing a lot, constantly moving, constantly driving, constantly going places. Sabbath for me in this season looks like staying at home because as soon as I have to go outside for something, I'm instantly in this mindset of like not being at rest. And so anywho, I didn't mean to get on a whole rant about Sabbath, but I'm just so grateful that God is teaching me about that because it was on my Sabbath day that I got refreshed and that was what refueled me for this entire week. And like, I literally last week felt so defeated. And this week I felt so like victorious, even though the crazy thing is I still fell into the same sin. I still like struggled with the same temptation, but I just didn't feel defeated. I felt victorious because I was reading the word of God. I was in the word of God. I was talking to God. I was praying to God. I was doing my Bible study. I was committing to community. Like those things, it really does make a difference. It may not make a difference. Uh, it may not make a difference. Like, like you may not visibly see the difference or you may, it may not be the difference that you are wanting or thinking that you want or expecting, but it definitely made a difference in my attitude, in my outlook. And it made a difference in all of the things that I committed my time and energy to. 
Because when I wasn't able to do something, I was just able to say, hey, I'm not able to do that. Whereas if I wasn't in the word of God, I wouldn't have been at peace. So I would have been like trying to find stuff to fill up my time. And so I'm just finding like, just so it's just a complete, it's a complete difference, you know, it's really a complete difference. And that's why I'm so grateful for the Sabbath. Anywho, I'm done with talking for the day. That's all I have to say on that. I hope you all have a wonderful, wonderful day. And, you know, uh, drink some water. Drink some water for me because I'm not able to drink water right now. And my throat is dry and it's, it's, it's dry. It really is. I'm parched and I do need a swig of water. But am I able to get a swig of water? No. And so what I need you to do is get a swig of water for me and it'll transfer in the spirit. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'll talk to y'all later. Y'all have a good day. Goodbye.